recording device. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are wondering who is this lady on the internet talking to you, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your business registered with the state, making sure you have DUNS numbers, making sure you have EIN numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, non-disclosure agreements, partnership agreements, hiring employees properly, basic brand protection strategies, all of those foundational things that you need to make sure that your business is strong. I help you do that, okay? Uh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do that, I'm so happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. Actually, I just got an email the other day from the Bar Association saying it's time to renew my dues. So I got to fork over some cash. <laughs> uh, but yes, have been an attorney for 14 years. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. Um, there's no way around it. So that's why I'm here to help you learn those lessons as painlessly as possible. Okay. Uh, if you would like to see how we can work together to get your dream business off the ground and structured properly, you're going to go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. It is the only link in my bio and it is uh, the link all over my page on Facebook and Twitter and wherever else you can find me. Um, there you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you launch your dream business in seven days or less. You can also book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client to assess how we can work together and how I can help you um, lay the foundation for your business. You can also pick up business startup basics, which is a crash course in entrepreneurship. If you are just ready to hit the ground running and you just kind of need somebody to give you those that, that that be that whisper in your ear. Okay, this is what you do now. This is what you do next. And then you go here and then you go there. You're going to want to pick up business startup basics. Okay. It gives you the outline of what you need to have your business together and gives you the tips on how you get those things accomplished. All right. Um, so you can pick all that up at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is enough about my business. Let's talk about the show to anybody who might be watching who's new. So this is how it works. Uh, I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys, you lovely people send to me, stories that I find on gossip sites, stories that I just think have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. Okay, so this is a conversation. I want to hear from you guys. I want interaction from you. Uh, if you have questions, don't be shy. If you have comments, don't be shy. This is your time to, you know, let it all out. We all family here. This is a, this is a comfortable environment. I make a room for you on my couch, my, my, my internet couch. You know, you're, there's room for everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so let's get started right away. Um, the first... A uh, story that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, does any is anybody watching right now a fan of hockey? If you are a hockey fan, I'm not sure if there is a hockey emoji, but um, 
If you are a hockey fan, give me some type of hockey emoji. A hockey stick, something, I don't know. Anyway, if you are a hockey fan, and I did not know this, apparently Las Vegas has their own hockey team called the Las Ve- called the Vegas Golden Knights, right? Um, and uh, they have recently uh, filed a trademark application for the phrase Henderson-born because they are acquiring a minor league hockey team. So I realize that a lot of um, pro sports teams, um, the, the the professional ones, they also have minor leagues where they, they feed, you know, players into who don't necessarily get drafted um, but kind of work their way up into the major leagues. So if you are a hockey fan, the Vegas Golden Knights, they are acquiring a minor league hockey team called the Black Knights and they are trademarking Henderson Bourne because that is where um, the team is going to be I guess doing most of their games so Henderson, Nevada I don't know where that is but for all of you hockey fans um, that may be some news to you I just thought you know Sprinkle some sports in there since ain't no sport ESPN. Nothing is happening. You got to get your sports in where you can, okay? Um, <clears throat> all right. So that was just a quick one. Um, a second story that I wanted to tell you about, this is another quick one. Um, if you were watching a couple of weeks ago, you know that we talked about this story where 3M was suing a, um, was suing a supply company for trying to sell 3M N95 masks to New York government um, agencies at uh, 600% uh, inflated price, right? Well, um, 3M did not stop there. 3M has actually filed four more lawsuits, one of whom is against an attorney. Um, on They have filed all of these lawsuits because... Of the, these four extra losses because all of all of these organizations or people have basically tried to take 3M95 N95 masks where they are not authorized distributors of N95 masks and they are trying to sell these masks to government entities. Now, 3M is filing is is filing these lawsuits under trademark infringement because they are saying that. For these um, these defendants, these people that they have filed these lawsuits again, for them to be using 3M's trademark without 3M's express permission, because 3M has their vendors who they allow to sell their products, that is trademark infringement. Because you are basically saying that there is an association between yourself. <clears throat> oh, Zephyrina, you like hockey? Awesome. Um, but yes. So 3M is suing all of these people under trademark infringement because 3M is basically saying our name, not just anybody can use our name. So if you are out here saying that you are selling 3M N95 masks and we have not given you permission to do so, you are creating a false association between yourself and our brand. And we can't have that. So 3M is out here putting the smack down on anybody trying to sell 3M N95 masks to government entities. Now, I don't know what this means for people selling them privately. I have seen tons of people, you know, selling boxes of N95 masks for up to $100 for a box of 10. Um, uh, I don't know if 3M is necessarily going after those people selling to individuals, but they are definitely going after people who are trying to sell large quantities of masks to particularly government entities, and especially those located in New York. 
So if you were, if you, you know, somehow came upon a, uh, you know, a, a treasure chest of N95 masks and you were thinking about selling it to a hospital, you might want to think twice about that. Okay. Um, just wanted to let y'all know. Um, now the last time we talked about this story, someone was saying, well, you know, what's a reasonable markup? Um, and for me in this case, with the fact that 3M is going after people for using their brand, I would say that if you are trying to sell 3M brand N95 masks, you shouldn't be trying to sell those at all. You got to find somebody who sells another brand or who is not so diligent about their trademarks because 3M is out here handing out the lawsuits and they don't care who you are. All right. Um, so for those of you who want to risk it and sell the three, the, the, the N95 masks, just know that you are, you are taking a risk when you do that, depending on, you know, who you're trying to sell to. Okay. Um, so that was our second story. Uh, our next story that we talked, um, that I wanted to talk to you about, um, has to do with, um, I don't know if I should. Okay. You know what? I'm going to put that aside for a second. Okay. Does anybody watching know who Drew Barrymore is? If you know who Drew Barrymore is, um, give me a DB in the, in the comments and then tell me one movie that she has starred in. Um, and while you do that, I'm just going to reset for those who might have just come in. Um, hello, hello everybody. You're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I'm a licensed attorney with 14 years of experience helping startups get their uh, legal foundation solidified so that they can scale and grow, you know, and, and take up op- and um, get op- the opportunities that being a legitimized business gives you. If you would like to see how we can work together, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation today. All right. Okay, Zephyrina knows who Drew Barrymore is, and she said that uh, Drew Barrymore has been in Charlie's Angels. You are absolutely correct, Zephyrina. Drew Barrymore has been in movies since she was a child, and she has she has been in so many things. Um, and you know, as as a lot of people in um, as a lot of celebrities are doing these days, you know, they're starting their own brands and lines. Drew Barrymore has started her own line of home decor items, including uh, pillows. Um, has anybody <laughs> has anybody seen, uh, if you've gone to Walmart lately, well, I mean, not lately, lately, but um, if you were in Walmart maybe in the last six months in the home in the home decor collection, you may have seen something called the Flower Home Connection. And that is actually a line of home decoration goods um, that is owned by Drew Barrymore. Um, well, here is the problem with Drew Barrymore's home collection. She is being sued for copyright infringement by a design studio. Uh, now, the design studio, I looked all over this article, and apparently they don't want their name out there because they just didn't put it out there. Um, they are saying that Drew Barrymore copied the, their fabric designs and patterns for her pillows. Remember, in fashion, it's really hard to get trademarks and copyrights unless you create unique patterns and unique fabrics. So this design studio is basically saying, you know, 
we created all of these patterns and Drew Barrymore is saying that she created them. And that's what really pissed them off was that she was going around saying, you know, I came up with these designs myself. And they're like, no, you didn't. Now, not only is Drew Barrymore saying this and, you know, she's selling these pillows at Walmart, which, you know, it's Walmart. I'm assuming that these pillows probably don't go for more than 20 bucks a pop, right? This design studio their, their um, products that they sell, because they do sell their own pillows, Turkish pillows, they retail for anywhere between $315 and $565. They've been selling these pillows since 2015. Drew Barrymore has only been... Um, has only had her line out for a couple of years. So she's much newer than they are. So it's not going to be hard to prove, you know, whether or not they had these patterns first. But not only are you, you know, saying that you co-opted their, that you created this design that you co-opted, but you're also undercutting the people that you stole it from. They're selling these pillows, you know, in their three-digit, you know, pillows. I'm going to Walmart. I, I've I've never seen a hundred, even a hundred dollar pillow at Walmart. So if I have the option of either going to this design studio and paying three hundred and fifteen dollars for a large pillow, as opposed to nineteen ninety nine for a large pillow, which one do you think I'm going to go for? Right? Which one do you think I'm going to go for? That is. I'm asking you guys. So if you had the, if you had two pillows that were almost identical and one cost $315 and one cost $19.99, which one are you going to get? Hmm, you tell me. I know which one I'm going to get. I'm going to guess. Guess. Me and Zephyrina, we right here. We, me and Violet Owl Creations, we right here too. We're going to get the $19.99 um, pillow, right? So this studio house, they are suing Drew Barrymore and Walmart for copyright infringement. So we will have to wait and see what happens between, um, you know, this design studio and these entities. Uh, and just to let you know, Drew Barrymore, she is worth an, a cool $125 million. So, you know, I think Drew Barrymore got it. Um, but I, I want to see what happens with this, but, um, the next time you go to Walmart, when they finally start selling, you know, home items, go check out the home decor section and see if you see the flower home collection by Drew Barrymore. Um, Violet Owl Creation said, I'm trying to figure out what to do with $300 worth of pillow. Um, everything girl. Look, if I'm paying $300 for a pillow, that pillow better get up and make me breakfast in the morning. Okay. With a side of coffee, the way I like it with cream and sugar and put a flower on my tray. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> thanks Zephyrina. All right. So we are moving on with our stories. We're moving actually very quickly. We've gone through three of these stories already and we've got plenty of time. Okay. Does anybody here know who Ricky Martin is? If you know who Ricky Martin is, give me. Okay. If you know who Ricky Martin is, write living La Vida Loca in the uh, comments. If you know who Ricky Martin is. For those of you who don't know who Ricky Martin is, Ricky Martin is, is a Latin pop star. I remember him, 
you know, way back when, when he was on General Hospital, the soap operas, you know, I had to sneak to watch episodes because my mother didn't let me watch soap operas. Yes, mom, I watched some episodes of General Hospital, okay? My mother does not like soap operas. She never let me watch them. But I remember, hi, Rich Grills. But I remember, um, you know, there was a time, thank you for the La Vida Loca Zephyrina. I remember there was a point in time where Ricky Martin was a character on, thank you, Violet Out Creations. When, uh, <laughs> thank you for the dance emoji too. Ricky Martin was a character on General Hospital. He was a dancer. He was a performer. He had long hair. He was hot, you know, and all that stuff. And, you know, fast forward and Ricky Martin, he has, you know, dropped hits. He was real hot for a minute when he came out with Living La Vida Loca and a bunch of other songs. Um, and then, you know, he, he came out, you know, as gay and then he had two kids. So Ricky Martin, he's living his life doing his thing, right? Um, well, Ricky Martin is still making music. Ricky Martin is still hot out here. People still check for Ricky Martin, including when it comes to copyright infringement. So, um, Ricky Martin, he is being sued by a gentleman, a gentleman by the name of Luis Adrian Cortez Ramos. Um, apparently there was a contest when the World Cup was happening in Brazil. Um, there was a, uh, or when the World Cup was happening, there was a contest for people to make videos to get Ricky Martin to come and perform, uh, at the Brazil World Cup, okay? So this guy, Luis... He makes a video, um, you know, to get Ricky Martin to come out, but he doesn't win. The song is called Vita, all right? He doesn't win. He doesn't get a copyright for it, but then maybe like a year later, Ricky Martin comes out with a song called Vita, and Luis is like, uh, hold up. That sounds very familiar. Why is Ricky Martin singing my song, right? So, um... Luis went to court, uh, he filed a, a, a copyright infringement suit against Ricky Martin, he actually lost a couple of times, but he appealed it, because, you know, he, uh, he lost for several reasons, um, bureaucratic reasons that we're not going to go into right now, but he was allowed to appeal, the problem was, he didn't have an official copyright for this song, remember, when you enter into these contests, you usually have to sign away a lot of your rights, right? Um, but I don't know if that was the case here, but this gentleman, he didn't have a copyright for the song. However, the court is allowing him to uh, go back and register a copyright for this song so that he can bring this copyright lawsuit against Ricky Martin. Now, part of me is a little sad because, you know, I hold a soft spot in my heart for Ricky Martin, you know, he, you know, he was a part of my childhood. He gave me great music. But Ricky, if you're out here stealing people's music, we can't have this. You are not above the law. The reason why I bring you guys cases like this is to show that no one is above intellectual property law. When it comes to copyrights, when it comes to trademarks, if your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed, you have standing to come into the court. And even in cases like this, where this gentleman doesn't have necessarily a registered copyright, the court has looked at the facts and they're like, there is something here. So we're going to let you go back and correct this and then you can come back to the court. So we might be hearing more about Ricky Martin and his copyright infringement lawsuit in, in the future, 
but um you know ricky you are a talented musician and dancer and a father and an example to many i don't want you out here infringing and stealing people's intellectual property please all right okay so we're moving on to our next story okay we've talked about everything on this page okay this next story might be a little sensitive to some people um, I want to preface this with um, the fact that we respect everybody's faith here. We are not here to dis. We are not here to disrespect anybody's belief systems. What I, all I am doing here is relaying facts of a story. I am not casting judgment on either party. All right. So let's just get that out of the way first. Um, this last uh, case might be a little bit sensitive for, to some people, but this is a case of um, the the organizational body of Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, they are suing a a religious uh, kind of um, I guess you could call them a, the the WikiLeaks of religion. Uh, basically. The Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, they are the organization that basically handles all of, you know, the Jehovah Witness organization's publications and things like that and videos. Um, so they are suing uh, an organization called the Truth and Transparency Foundation for copyright infringement. So um, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society they uh, filmed about 74 original motion pictures um, for the, their religious organization. These are, you know, conventions, um, you know, concerts, um, any type of activities. They had 74 of these, right? And they had copyrights for all of them. Um, this uh, now, and they don't—they don't charge for—they don't charge for these videos. You know, they are there on the church's website for any of, you know, any parishioners of uh, that religious organization to partake in, okay? Um, The Truth and Transparency Foundation took these videos and they put them on another website for people to watch. Um, They uploaded it to a a website called Faith, Faith Leaks as part of an investigative piece where they were investigating the Jehovah's Witness Church and the possible mishandling of sexual abuse cases. Um, so now, the this arm of the Jehovah's Witness faith, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, they are suing Faith Leaks and the Truth and Transparency Foundation for putting their videos on this website without their permission. Now, neither one of these organizations is charging for the videos um and the the jehovah's witness organization they don't make any money from the videos but they're saying that they would suffer a loss that they're suffering a loss from these videos being out there so my question to you is um what well i have a couple of questions one what do you think about the truth and transparency foundation Taking these videos that you can find, hi Ayana Bena, taking these videos that you can find on the Jehovah's Witness website and putting it on theirs. They don't, you know, they don't try to hide that it's from there, but they put it on there. They didn't ask permission. And two, do you think that the 
Jehovah's Witness organizations should get money for this, if any, because they're not charging for it anywhere. You can find it on their websites and you can watch it for free. Their issue is they don't want anybody else to post it. So one, do you think that the Truth and Transparency Foundation was uh, was right or wrong for posting this video on their own um, on their own you know outlets? And two, do you think that the Jehovah's Witness organization deserves to get money for these videos being posted on these different platforms? So what do you think about that? All right, and we are not. We're not casting judgment on anybody's belief systems. We're just talking about one one organization made 74 films. They got copyrights for them and they put it on their website, their server for people who, you know, deal with them to be able to watch. Another organization took these free films and put them, you know, took pieces and put them on their own server as part of an investigative piece. So do you think that the party who put those videos on there as an investigative piece, were they right? And should the suing party get money? Zephyrina says, I don't think they deserve money. Okay, Zephyrina, why don't you think they deserve money? Because usually when people sue for infringement, you know, they want some kind of money. Why don't you think they deserve money? And there's no right or wrong answer. This is just me asking your opinion. Hi, TB Moore. Um... Violet Owl Creations says, I don't think it was necessary for Faith Leaks to repost. They could have posted links. However, if you weren't making money, you shouldn't sue for money. Hmm. And the, these are these are valid um, these are valid arguments. Hi Sonora 066. So we don't know what's going to happen between you know uh, Watchtower and Faith Leaks. Um, I think this is very interesting. Um, I think this is going to be a very interesting case. Um, definitely said, I feel churches get enough money, right? Okay. And you can feel that way. However, we're taking the whole church aspect out of this. Let's just look at this from an eat it from, you know, a legal aspect. Zafarina, if you made 74 original, you know, let's just say you, you, you took 74 home movies of your family and you, you know, you got copyrights for them, and you post them on your own personal thing for, you know, your family and friends to watch, and then I come, because, you know, maybe I'm doing an investigative piece on you, Zephyrina, and I come, and I take pieces of those videos, and I put them on my own website, I put them on my own server, and say, you know, look at this and judge for yourself, do you think that that, that, how would you feel about that, because this is what's happening to the, um, the Jehovah's Witness organization. How would you feel about that? If you made 74 home movies that you got copyrights for, and it's just for you and your friends to, you know, have fun with, and yes, you have a public website, but, you know, you only really know about it if you're in it, and then somebody comes and takes pieces and puts it on their own website because they don't, they, they, they're kind of iffy about you, and they're doing an investigative report. Um, Violet Owl Creation says, I guess my question is, how would you measure the losses? Right, right, because Jade, the, the, um, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, they said they don't make any money from this. 
So what are your losses? Zephyrina says, uh, if it was used in a negative context, then I'd be upset. Right. And this is why Jehovah's Witnesses are upset because these videos are being used in this, you know, investigative piece over the mishandling of possible sexual abuse cases. Um, so like Violet Owl Creations said, how do we measure this loss? Because you don't make any money from, from these videos, right? So if anything, the, the most the court could do, in my opinion, is just tell Faith Leaks to take the videos down, right? So we will have to wait and see what happens uh, with all of this. Wow, we are at 8.33. Okay. So we got through a fair amount. We only have, uh, we only had one more story, but we will leave that for tomorrow. But those were the stories that I had for you today. Um, thank you guys for your participation. Um, thank you for showing up. I really appreciate that, you know, I, uh, you guys enjoy have um, this time with me because I enjoy having it with you. Uh, your participation is so appreciated. Your interest is so, you know, necessary because I don't just do this for me. I do this for y'all. So I appreciate y'all showing up for me. All right. Make sure that you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Ladies, 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 I'm going to be speaking at of the Power of Three virtual summit. It is completely free to attend. It is in June. It is a virtual, uh, virtual conference. You don't have to pay a dime and you can register right now. If you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, the first button in there, you can get your spot for the power of three virtual women's summit. Okay. I'm going to be talking about, you know, all the steps you need to start your business properly. I'm basically giving a crash course in the summit. There's going to be dynamic speakers there to, you know, educate you, empower you. It's going to be a great time. Okay. Um, as well, make sure that you go pick up business startup basics to get your stepping stones into entrepreneurship and get your business life right. Um, I will be back here tomorrow with more stories. Uh, tell your friends about me. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube pay, the YouTube channel and my podcast. Both of those links are at the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. And I will be back tomorrow to talk to you guys. Okay. Bye. You're welcome, my dear. Thank you for being here. Bye everybody. Facebookers.